junior college, it was a family as well, but everybody's trying to get out. So everybody's kind of for self kind of, but at the division one level, it was definitely like a family. It was like a real big family. Um, I love my defense. I love my offense as well, but you know, I'm with the defense guys every day. So it's, it's a little different, but I definitely like, I love this past season. I love every year there, but this past season was, it was a, it was a little different. Welcome to Call the Huddle. My name is Xavier Gusset. Today I have an interview for the NFL Draft. Uh, Shaquille Brown, he's defensive tackle from Troy University. He played two years at community college after playing high school in Florida and three years at Troy after transferring after that. And before uh, declaring for the NFL Draft this offseason, he's racked up 36 tackles, six tackles for loss on top of that, and four sacks this past season with Troy and their great defense. Uh, welcome, welcome, Shaquille. How are you doing, my guy? How you doing? Doing pretty well. I'm glad to talk to you. I'm real uh, hyped to talk to you. I know you got a lot to your game, um, but I want to start with a couple quick, uh, just like icebreaker questions to get everyone watching to know you as a as a guy off the field. How's that sound? Yes, sir. Sound good. All right, man. First one, I, this is a tricky one, so get ready for it. Uh, Jordan or LeBron, though, who are you picking and why? Got to go LeBron. That's who I grew up watching, man. That's that's my GOAT. I ain't, I didn't get you know, I didn't get a chance to see Jordan, so I can't really tell if he's better or not. I mean, if you want to go by rings, of course you got to go Jordan, but my goal, my goal is definitely LeBron, man. That's that's who I seen play. I've seen him live, so different things like that. So that's definitely my goal right there, man. He's the greatest of all time, in my opinion. I, I agree with that. Like watching him growing up, uh, I know just better athlete than everyone to ever play basketball, in my opinion. Uh, crazy yes, guy. Uh, talk about next one. I got real quick. It's another tricky one. There's a lot of goat questions here. Um, Drake or Future? Which one are you picking with, and why? Man, I gotta go. I probably gotta go with Drake. But, but that's because that's who I grew up really listening to. I didn't, I, I listen to Future, but Drake is just like, you know, he's exactly. unmatched, man. That's, that's, that's definitely like my top, my top, one of my top artists of all time. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, another little switch up here I got. Would you pick PlayStation or Xbox? Which gaming console are you going with? Yeah, I got Xbox, man. I'm, a, I'm an Xbox guy. <laughs> I know, I know we get looked down on, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just what I like, man. I like Xbox. It's just, it fit me. All right, man. Everyone, everyone's got their own preferences. Everyone's uh, good to their own thing. Um, a little, I got, I got a good one here for you. Um, Rihanna or Taylor Swift? Which one are you picking? I'm going go Rihanna, man. That's, that's who I grew up listening to. I didn't, I didn't really listen to Taylor, man. That's that, that, that just wasn't my type of music, you know. I kind of okay. grew up listening to Rihanna, so uh, I'm definitely gonna go Rihanna. Right now, I got you two different eras. I, I both legends, all these legends here. Uh, and everything's based off of what, what your preferences. So I appreciate all the answers. Um, and then I just want to get into a couple of football ones after this one. But uh, sweet food or hot food? Which which like general food group are you picking? If you I'm going hot, man. Guy, I'm going hot. I love, yeah, I love hot wings, man. Hot wings. I get hot wings seven days a week, three right. three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Man, hot wings and fries. I swear I can sound crazy, but I swear yeah. I can do it. Okay, no, nah, I mess with that. I mess with that. Uh, hot, hot foods and sweet foods are definitely the the two groups, in my opinion. Um, yes, I want to know, like, obviously you're a D lineman. Um, watched a lot of guys growing up, I'm sure. Uh, this is this is a good question I got here that I've asked a lot of guys. Tell me, JJ Watt or TJ Watt? Who's who's better in your eyes? Um, JJ is great, man. It's like like you know he had a he had a great career. Um, it's it's sad to see like somebody that I grew up watching, you know, uh, retire this year. But it's, it's definitely JJ, man. Um, uh, 
the things that he could do. I seen I seen like the documentaries of how like he walked on at Nebraska, I mean, well, at Wisconsin, um, different different things like that. And it's just my story kind of matches with his. Uh, you know, he was an underdog, and then he came. You know, got a got a shot to play, made the team, got a scholarship, things like that. So uh, I definitely would say JJ, man, the things he could do. He was definitely unblockable. His years, uh, like them, them four or five years straight, probably longer than that. Well, when he was with Houston, man, like scoring touchdowns on offense, like all kind of things. That's D lineman. That's a dream, man. So I definitely would say JJ. Yeah, I think he won like defensive player of the year like three, four times at least. Obviously, I think he's he's a whole uh, represent that whole era there in terms of D lineman. Um, I know, like you talked a little bit about your story. I know you have a really cool story that I want to touch on a lot. Um, community colleges and stuff like that uh before before I talk about that a little bit I just want to ask I know you play defensive lineman a lot uh just mm-hmm. tell me if you could play a position other than D lineman whether it's offense defense or even like special teams whether it's kick returner or something what what what's uh, football position are you picking and why to be tight end man I like well I, I played tight end in high school I played okay. tight end and defensive end so um I definitely would say tight end man I, I like I like scoring touchdowns I feel like I'm kind of fast you know I'm a mismatch for the linebackers and stuff okay so it definitely be tight end, man. You know, tight end. Yes, sir. You said you played tight end in high school? Yeah, I did. Are you good, like, out in space with the ball, or, or were you more of a blocking guy? No, nah, I definitely I, – I did not like blocking. So, that's kind of okay. – <laughs> that, that was one of my problems. I was definitely a person that wanted to score touchdowns. I scored about six yeah. or seven touchdowns my senior year. So, I did pretty well. Yeah, like, touchdown guy, touchdown guy. Now you're playing defense. Um, I know, like, yeah. like we talked about your story. is really cool, like, reading a lot of your stuff. Um. You attended two community colleges. Uh, did you play at the the first one that you went to, what, Highland? No, sir. I, I never I never got a chance to play. I ended up leaving uh, that summer. I came that summer and I left right before school started. And I went I went uh, back to Tallahassee, Florida, where I went to high school, and just went. I enrolled at Tallahassee Community College. Just got you know went to school, had a job, things like that. Okay. And then that's when I ended up going to uh, to uh, Mississippi. And um, I actually walked on. At the, at the college in Mississippi. And I earned a scholarship there within like a couple weeks. Um, I went, I did a workout. I did a private workout with the coaches, but they, they knew I was coming, you know, uh, but they only could allow eight out of state kids. So um, I just told them I was coming and I was going to earn a scholarship. So I went and I earned a scholarship within a couple weeks of, of me being there. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. Uh, tell me like then, obviously you, you went to the two community colleges, played football. Uh, just tell me, like, how did you get to Troy then? What was your the process of coming and then obviously the staying in three years? Um, That was, like, really, like, the top school that was really giving me a shot out of JUCO. Um, coach Davin Williams, uh, he was he was my D-line coach, and uh, he, like, called me every single day. Like, I, I had other schools, of, of course, but Coach Davin Williams, man, he was, like, he was, like, on me, and he was just showing me, like, you know, I want you. And that was, like, something I didn't really get um, during my college career. Like, I always felt like I had to pursue coaches, like, so I can get on somewhere. And I finally had a coach that was, like, trying to take a chance on me, that wanted me, that believed in my ability, you know. So uh, that was, like, a big reason of me committing to Troy. And uh, it was, like, one of the best seasons of my life. Wow. Yeah, and then obviously, like I said, three years there um, was a part of the great defense that they had this past year and before that. Um, just tell me, like, between going to the three schools and then transitioning and eventually being at Troy, like what? What do you what do you learn through all that? And is there anything like that sticks to you when it comes to like transitioning so much? Um, it was a big transition for me coming from junior college to the Division One. You know, it's faster. Um, 
sometimes like things you gotta you gotta work harder, you know, being at the division one level because in junior college, you know, sometimes you're you're better than a lot of people, but at the division one level, everybody's good. Like if they on the field, more than likely like they're they're equal or probably a little bit better than you. So you gotta you gotta bring it every single day. Um, but I definitely learned family, like in junior college, it was a family as well, but everybody's trying to get out. So everybody's kind of for self kind of, but at the division one level, it was definitely like a family. It was like a real big family. Um, I love my defense. I love my offense as well, but you know, I'm with the defense guys every day. So it's, it's a little different, but I definitely like, I love this past season. I love every year there, but this past season was, it was a, it was a little different. Um, we had, we had great leaders and things like that. So I definitely uh, learned, learned how to like, you know, embrace, embrace my brothers and, and leave everything on the field for my brothers this past season. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Right. I want to talk a little bit about this season, especially um, a little bit later, but like, just talk about when you got to Troy, was there any aspect of like thinking or like, obviously D1 football is a big jump. Is there anything that like stands out in terms of you had to learn, learn how to do or do differently? Uh, Definitely. I had to learn how to eat better because like coming from junior okay. college, you eat whatever you can get your hands on because you know it's it's not as much uh right. funding for the food and things like that. Um but definitely when I got to Troy, it was my eating man and, and my studying the playbook as well. Cause in junior college I I really could like go and free play. Well we had plays, but it kind of was just like go get the quarterback or like go like you know tackle whoever got the ball. But in, in um in on the division one level, you definitely gotta know your playbook. You gotta know exactly what to do. You got to be in your gap. You got to attack yeah. certain, certain, uh, you know, uh, points and things like that. So, um, I had to, I had to really get in with Coach Davin Williams when I first got there and learn how to, how to learn the playbook and how to go over the plays and, and make sure I did everything the correct way, uh, the technique and everything as well. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm sure, like you said, it's a huge jump between playing community college JUCO ball and then going to D1 and having to learn all those new things and learn the, the new like tendencies and stuff. You were saying. Um, I know, like talking about just this past year, twelve and two record, obviously at Troy. You guys got one of the top defenses in the nation. Um, just tell me, like, what does that feel like? How has it been over the past year, and when, and uh, just where are you at right now, heading into the NFL draft? Um, this past season was definitely great, man. It was great to go out that way with my brothers for sure. Um, I had, you know, it was it was a lot of us. It was twenty two seniors, um, and a lot of us was definitely on the defense. Yeah. So. Uh, it was it was just great, man. It was like one. It was literally one big family the whole season. Like we we leaned on each other, uh, even when we were down. We knew, all right, defensive wise, we're gonna go out here and we're gonna get a stop every single time. They're not scoring no more. If a team averages forty points a game, they're not they're not even getting twenty this game. Or if they do get twenty, to be like right at twenty. It's not they're not gonna get thirty points. How how they doing everybody else? We 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 set a standard, and. We had people like Carlton Marshall, uh, uh, linebacker. He, he like, you know, he, he bring everybody together. If, we, if we're not doing anything right, we bring the whole defense up on the sideline. Like, man, let's get it together. So we had, we had great leadership this year. Uh, we had, like, a great bond. And I just knew I could lay it all on the line because I knew the, the guy next to me and behind me, they was going to do the same thing. So that definitely helped us this year coming into the yeah. season. Definitely, like talent all around. I know it's cool that you brought up Carlton Marshall. I'm talking to him next week, so I definitely want to get a lot of his like thoughts on the defense. Obviously, like you said, you guys are crazy. A lot of senior players. Um, like just tell me, was it like was there a realization moment where like you you got you knew you could you uh, you guys had it or could be that good or were like communicating differently? Was it like this year when you guys were all together, or was it before that when you guys were all like like there for years together? 
it was definitely the, the the point of us being together for years because the 2020 and the 2021 seasons we had we had uh, you know, a good defense, but it just things wasn't clicking. But I knew I knew okay. after the the Appalachian State game this past season when we lost to them at the last second or like the last two seconds, I knew right then and there like we were not going to lose any more games and on and we 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 didn't lose any more games after that. Like I, I just felt that you you could feel it in the in the locker room the emotions of us losing. Um, all the scenes where we you know emotional, uh, you know, crying and stuff like that. So when I seen that, and I seen how how much everybody cared and everybody wanted to win, and everybody bought in within the coaching of Coach Summerall and all our position coaches, I knew exactly like like this. Yeah, this, this is the year right here. We're gonna win the conference championship. We're gonna win a bowl game. I just I knew it already. You could you could you could feel it in the air. You could ask anybody on the team. We we were saying that literally on the way back to Troy yeah. before we got on the flight. We was all saying like, man, we're not losing no more. We're gonna we're gonna beat everybody else. Even if we down, we're gonna we're gonna believe in each other and we're gonna do the things that we need to do to win. So we already knew it. Right. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's what I love about defense, especially like watching a great defense like you guys were. Obviously, you guys know how to communicate. Like you said, a lot of seniors, you guys all know what you're doing and stuff like that. Um yes, sir. just talk about like like this season wise. Did you know you were uh, planning for the NFL all like like after the the season? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I was, I was, I, I feel like I had another year of uh, eligibility okay. because I only played one year of uh, community college, but yeah. um, I just, I just kind of felt like it was time for me to come out, man. I'm, I'm older now, you know, it's just, it's just, it, it was time. Um, I had a decent year. I feel like I had a good enough year to get a shot. Um, I had four sacks at, at, at defensive tackle. So I feel like I, you know, could, could pass rush. I feel like I made some good plays. Um, strip sacks, things of that nature. I feel like I had a great um, last game of the season against UTSA. So I felt like it was just time for me to come out. Um, and then we had a great defense. So that, that should also bring some different, you know, uh, scouts in like that. So I knew for like pro day and things like that, I would definitely have a chance to show my ability, my athleticism and the things that I could do. So I just, I just knew it was time to, uh, to come out. Wow. Okay. Uh, I know like after all that, I want to talk a little bit just about like growing up. Um, was there ever like ever was there ever any other sports for you or was it just football growing up? Um, actually, I played basketball up until 12th grade. I didn't I didn't play football. Um, oh, I played I played like park football. You know why you played growing up up into eighth grade um, because in Miami, Florida, where I'm from, you have to play. We don't we don't have middle school football. We have park and recreation up until eighth grade. Okay. So I played I played in the neighborhood uh, at the neighborhood park up until eighth grade. And then I just went strictly to basketball because I shot up. Uh, my eighth grade year, I shot up to 6'2". So I was just, you know, I was dunking and everything already. So I just felt like I was going to the NBA, man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to play football. I was skinny at the time. I was, in my mind, I was a hooper, man. So, but um, when I, when I transferred up to uh, Lincoln High School in Tallahassee, okay. the football coach, he kind of, he kind of forced me to play. And then like, I was, I was good at it. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to play football and say, forget basketball. Wow. Like, how big were you, like, in high school playing? I know you said tight end and then obviously D-line. Were, were you, like, like what, what were you playing on basketball? Uh, Well, in basketball, I was a three. I was a small forward. So I wasn't going to be a six three six four small forward in the NBA. Right. So right. I had to come to the realization I could be a six three six four defensive end or tight end and be pretty good at that. And then I was already faster and I jumped higher than basically everybody I played against. So I knew I had a mismatch if I did this, you know, I had a better route. But I grew up loving football anyway, so it wasn't like I was doing something that I didn't love, you know. 
I was yeah. just doing something that I was better at. If that, if that, if that, you know, if that makes sense to you. So, yeah. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Yes, sir. I, I mean, obviously, that's like something that most high school players don't think about. Obviously, was that something like that you were thinking of, or was that something that other guys were telling you that like you had more of a chance to be football player at the next level than basketball? Obviously, or was that something that you were thinking on your own? Yes, yeah, sir. It was, it was something that I thought about, but it was after. Like the the coach I had, uh, Coach Yusuf, uh, Yusuf Shakir, he was my coach uh, at, at Lincoln High School in Tallahassee. So okay. I'm telling him like I don't want to play football, and I literally just want to play basketball only. And he's telling me like, man, if you if you listen to me and you do and you do this and you play football, I'm telling you you could be you could be great. Just come out and try it. And I went out and tried it. Um, probably didn't play football since eighth grade. I probably never touched the football until twelfth grade. So, but I went out there, I could still catch, I could still run routes, I could still do everything that I could when I was younger. It was just natural to me. So um just sitting there talking to him and then it just um it just was a decision like, yeah, I need I need to do this. I need to do this if I want to get free college. Um I knew I knew my parents couldn't afford for me to go to college and I knew I wanted to go to college. So I was like, yeah, this is a better opportunity for me to get a free education and for me to yeah. do something that I want to do. Right. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Obviously putting it all together. Um, and I know like just talking about being a D lineman, um, like growing up, I know you said you didn't really play much until uh, 12th grade. Um, but just tell me like right now, currently, like what's your your biggest focus when you practice as a D lineman? Like what aspect of your game are you, are you working on always? My main focus is definitely like my pass rush. Um, I only had four sacks this year, but I feel like I left so many out on, on the table, man. But uh I definitely always want to uh, make sure I work on my technique in, in general, though, my steps, uh, my hips. That's that's very important coming out of them in the run game. Um, I feel like I feel like I was pretty good in the run game this past season, but I could always get better at that as well um, going into the next level. Um, but it'd definitely be pass rush, the main my main focus for this offseason and showing the, showing the scouts that I could pass rush or um, that I'm quick and I can move as well. I'm not just big in a, in a run stop. I need to be an every down guy. Instead of just a just a one through you know to third down guy, I need to be every single down. Okay, and what what size are you at right now? Like looking wise on the D line. Uh, right now yeah, I'm like you right now I'm two ninety five at the moment. Oh, okay, and like six two still, like you said. No, I'm I'm six three. Well, I, I measured in. I just went to the bowl game. They had me at six three and a half. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, like like when's your? Do you guys have a pro day uh, scheduled yet for Troy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, March March twenty first at eight o'clock, eight eight in the morning. Nice. Uh, uh, tell me, like, what uh, workout numbers you expecting? Have you like worked out? Obviously, like, what what do you yes. what numbers you expected in terms of certain things? I'm definitely going to do uh, thirty on the on the bench press. I, I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, okay. And in a forty, in a forty, I'm expecting the four seven four eight. That's 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 what I'm shooting for, and that's I feel like I'm going to get that. Right. Um, my vertical. I've already jumped to 32 already with no training. Like that's that was first day I jumped to 32 at wow. my side. That was pretty good. I I I definitely did not expect to jump to 32 at almost 300 pounds, but I jumped to 32. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know my other numbers. I don't know how the other numbers go as far as like the L drill and the um, yeah five like five and everything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that go, but that's 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 the things like that we work on. Right. You know, uh, Throughout the weeks, um, I got I work out twice a day. Um, early in the morning, I go and we work on things like five ten five, the forty start, 
uh, my verticals and stuff. And then the second, the second workout would be like a, a power workout with weights and things like that. But I feel like I should have some great numbers though. Some pretty good numbers that are, that are, that are sure like make people look and be like, okay, who is this guy? Um, he's not, he's not high on our radar. He's not pretty high on our radar, but uh, he got some great numbers. So let's get him in, you know, for a training camp invite. Let's, you know, let's, let's see what he could do. And that's all I need is a shot. Yeah, no, certainly. I know, like, you talked a little bit about why you entered the draft um, and obviously how much, like, like your personal um, thoughts of being an athlete and stuff. And, I mean, like you said, you put up four sacks this past year, pass rushing and stuff. And, obviously, all the athletic numbers are just going to make guys in the NFL want you more. Uh, and, obviously, everything's coming together. It's a long offseason. But um, I love the draft. I love the draft process, process and everything that comes with it. Uh, I know, like, we talked about three years at Troy – and then community college before that, obviously. Um, I want to get a couple of fun questions here uh, a little bit. Just tell me, like, is there anyone that stands out in terms of, like, being the best player, the best athlete that you played against, like, raw raw talent-wise, or, like, anyone that you played with? Um, I would definitely say played with, man. It would be two people. Uh, it would be, be my guy, Will Cholo, who played D-line with me this year. Man, that's, that's like, one of the most technically sound person I've ever played with. Um, I would I will ask him questions like we will ping pong things and, and different things off each other. Um, that's definitely a guy that I that I really like learned a lot of defensive line things from. He's like he's like one of the most hardworking people. Um, he's a great leader, man. He was he was like he was like you know the leader in our uh, defensive line group because he was there for five six years at Troy, well five years. So uh, that was like that was his defensive line room. Like okay, I've been here. I've been a starter since I've been a freshman. So. This 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 like this thing is gonna go, you know. I'm gonna make sure every, like this this is a well tight ship, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely will be him, and it'll definitely be uh, Carlton Marshall, man. How, how could you not say Carlton Marshall, man? He like one of the greatest linebackers to ever do it, man. So right now, man, um, yeah, that's why he's a beast. And I mean, he's small for a linebacker, but obviously yeah. high school player. Talk about like being yeah. in practice with him. Is there anything that like stands out like that that you see like like when you got there? Man, like from day one, he embraced me. First of all, like he never, like he he's like the most cool guy ever, man. He 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 can hang with anybody. He can hang with the kickers, the quarterbacks. He can hang with anybody. Carlton like blends in with everybody well. But on the field, man, he like he like he's a great leader, man. He's very vocal. If things ain't going how it need to be, Carlton gonna make sure everything is well. So, um, but he's he's definitely like a great guy, man. He he works so hard, Carlton like. He like he knows exactly where everybody needs to be. So sometimes if I'm if I'm messing up and I don't know what to do, he'll come slap me on my on my, on my hip like, man, you need to be right here in the three instead of a two hour. Or you need to be in a five instead of this. And I'd be like, man, how do you know what I need to do? Like, but it's 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 like literally he he's like he know exactly what everybody on the defense need to do, and he's just very vocal. Man, he's a great leader, man. And, and I, I was I was blessed to have somebody like that on my defense uh, this past season. So those two guys right there, uh, Will Cholo and Carlton Marshall, those two guys right there definitely made like my last year like uh, way better than you know what you would expect your last year to be. But they, they just made it like great, man. It was a perfect ending for my for my last year. Definitely, man. I mean, like I said earlier, obviously when you got a bunch of seniors, like just what you spoke to there, they all know what they're doing, and and you guys obviously had a lot of great leaders in that locker room. Uh, yes, a little bit of a cool thing. I know you wore twenty one. Was you wear twenty one your whole collegiate career? Yes, I did. Uh, well, actually, in junior college, I wore forty-five because we didn't we didn't get to pick uh, when I was in junior college. But I wore it in high school, and then when I transferred to Troy, 
they were asking what number that I, uh, did I want. And uh, 21 was available. So I said, yeah, let me get let me get 21. I didn't I didn't want like 90 or nothing because I never wore that before. I've always had like either a single digit or I've had 21 because that's what I had in high school. So um, it was available. So I, I chose it. And that's what I that's what I stuck with. I could have changed it and got a single digit my last year. But I was like, man, I didn't play two years with it. I'm gonna just go ahead and keep it it's like this is this is what I'm known for. I'm known for wearing 21. 21 is real cool, man. As a, as a pass rusher, it's not like you're trying to be like a running back or nothing, but obviously that looks real cool. And yes, then like sir. you said, four, four, five is even a cool number for like, like D lineman wise. Yes, sir. Uh, I know like just talking wise, um, you talked a little bit about like the, the scholarship aspect at the beginning of your career. Um, and now obviously name with name, image and likeness, uh, a lot of guys can make money off of just like their, their branding and the advertisements that come with playing and being good at football. Um, just tell me what your experience with that's been over the last two years since it's uh, came into the space and thoughts on like whether it's good or bad the NIL, the NIL thing specifically. It's definitely good, man. Because some some guys could like okay if they if they come from you know a, a less fortunate family if that, if that guy is making some good money and he can take care of himself he can help his family out you know with different things but uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to get any any uh, NILs man I wasn't I guess I wasn't a top guy or anything but you know it's all good but. It's definitely a good thing for, for certain guys because uh, certain guys could definitely take care of themselves, uh, get the things that they need, like the essentials that they can't get within the school or not, or uh, things like that. So I definitely feel like the NIL thing is a good thing. Um, I, I don't like I don't like how it's like persuading different guys to go to different schools, but um, I still feel like it's a good thing as far as um, being able to help the athletes out because I feel like we always needed some kind of compensation other than. You know, I see. I know we get a you know a two hundred fifty thousand dollars scholarship, but man, I also need I also need like different little things too. When I'm not here getting this uh, education, you know, it's a lot. So, man, yeah, it's a good thing. Obviously, like be, being a D one uh, athlete in general is a lot of responsibility. I'm sure, like you said, you need a lot of money and something that comes with a lot of responsibility off the field. Uh, just yes, off of that, I want to hear your thoughts on the transfer portal. Being a guy that you know came from JUCO and then transferred to a D1. Um, I'm sure you have a lot of good thoughts on the transfer portal and how it helps. Obviously, I, I think it's a good thing in a lot of ways, but just talk about like what your thoughts are on that. Um, it's been so popular over like the, just the last few years, really. Sometimes, sometime, like, you know, guys need to get in the transfer portal because a certain school is not a good fit for them. Like my first, my first school out of, out of high school, my first community college, it wasn't a good fit for me. So it's just like a guy entering the transfer portal, just go to another school to like, you know, better like that, better suits you. Uh, if, in, if it's your plan style, if it's, you know, if you if you want a different type of environment to be in, uh, the, the transfer portal is a good thing. It's, a, it's an outlet for the guys that feel like they need something different to make sure they could, you know, maximize their ability on the field, uh, whether it's uh, they're not getting playing time and they, and they feel like they should. You know, you could, you could see if you could go to another school and get some playing time or different things like that. So the transfer portal is definitely a good thing for the for the guys that's coming now. Um, I feel I feel bad for the guys that's trying to come out like since COVID happened because a lot of guys you know had to play again, had to play another season. So that's kind of bad. But other than that, the transfer portal is pretty good though. Okay, um, like I know obviously it's a big thing today, uh, like especially JUCO guys and high school guys. Uh, I know like the transfer portal, a lot of people say takes away from them a little bit. And like guys coming out of JUCO, coming first, second year, and then you guys, you got guys coming from like other big D1 schools that are in their fifth or sixth year transferring. Um, tell me just a little bit about like 
going to JUCO? Why was it the right advantage for you? And and why did it, why was it right for you looking back? Well, first off, like my grades wasn't the best coming out of high school. So I, I kind of okay. had no choice but to go JUCO. Um, okay. But it definitely helped me like understand, like, man, I have to work. Like, if I don't work, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Because at JUCO, like your whole your whole goal is to get out. Like you're not you're not here to to be babysat by anybody. Like you have to you have to work and show these Division One coaches or even Division Two, whatever level that that you're trying to go up to. That that you know that you're a good player. You're gonna come in. You're gonna do your work. So uh, that was real big with me. I had to I had to make sure I did all my work. I had to make sure my grades were were good this time around. So it would be no no more questions about me. You know I didn't I didn't want to be a guy that was known as a guy that didn't go to class or didn't do you know xyz i wanted to be the guy that everybody could say all right he's dependable like um he's going to go to class you don't have to worry about coming to find him sleep in his room because he not in class or anything like that yeah. so I had, to, I had to just make sure that was like a big thing for me but i definitely learned that from junior college like school is very important um your grades is is, is a top priority and that's, that's that's what i learned right there yeah, no, obviously, um, it is pretty cool. Like I said about your story, going to the two of them and then going to Troy and having your career and then everything you're doing now, obviously, it's really cool stuff. Um, I got just one more here right before I let you go. I appreciate uh, your, the whole time I've been with you and everything you've done and said. It's been been a fun time, man. Yes, sir. Uh, so just going off of like the, the JUCO stuff, um, like looking back on your career now, if you could like if you could go back and tell yourself in high school, like anything that you know you felt like you learned too late or something like like what's that any advice you'd give to to younger players out there looking at football um I would definitely say play football <laughs> because I didn't play football until 12th grade that was a mistake on my behalf um I would say do I would say do all your work man and go to and, and try to be you know in front of the class and and make sure you do everything the, the right way um, don't don't wait to 11th grade to try to you know get your grades right because your GPA may be too low to get to these colleges that want you. Um, you can you can have the coaches that want you, but they're not they can't offer you if you have a 2.1 GPA or something like that. You know, so it's definitely grades. It's definitely make sure you uh make sure you work hard on, the, on during the off seasons. Uh, man, leave it all on the field, man. Don't don't leave don't leave nothing, don't leave nothing in the tank, man. Leave it all out there every single day, in every single game. Uh, practice, practice hard, and we'll just, just try to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, man, obviously it's a big responsibility like we've talked about, and um, I'm excited, you know, just for the next couple of years of college football and the NFL and see how, how football with branding and social media and everything, how that progresses and changes, like like I said, kids coming out and, and stuff that are younger. Uh, yes, I appreciate all your time, man. Like I said, you gave a lot of great answers and everything. Uh, like I said, good luck until the, the draft. I know you got a lot going on, a lot of busy stuff. So, um, like I said, I appreciate you coming out and talking with me for a while, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me.